0: my my strategy of using a wine holder to hold up the phone in the bowl you really
1: you couldn't have chosen a worse implement like
0: no it's not great is it i'm gonna brb with a fork
1: yeah ha who's in the bowl now
2: It's kind of weird. It's sort of meta for Milo to be seeing this.
1: Yeah, I like. It's like I've. It's like I'm meeting my creator. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look upon your own form, Milo. I'm seeing the
1: edge of like you're like sort of Ozymandias in this analogy. (laughs)
0: Except now, in the bowl is someone entirely different.
1: Yeah, the bowl contains multitudes. Who is in the bowl? Hello. (laughs)
3: <laughs> am i in the bowl you're in the bowl. welcome to the bowl. i'm in a bowl do i sound like i'm in a bowl well yeah hello i'm in a bowl
0: yeah this is the serial podcast <laughs> where it all happens in a bowl uh before we get into anything else i do want to um read the latest dispatch uh from the fcc in the united states has the released- fcc won't let me be
2: which- what what they um, me down on what MTV. group of ISIS is the FCC?
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, well, they are no, they're moderate. It's, <laughs> the, it's the free caliphate collective. <laughs> it's the latest communique from the FCC on net neutrality uh, from the office of Ajit Pai. Hello, Mia. Very big fan of your work and was wondering if you would allow me to take you out to dinner sometime. Up to you. <laughs> This this was this was sent by Ajit Pai, head of the FCC, and um, Santa fidget spinner douchebag uh, to Mia Khalifa. <laughs> uh, well, I
1: enjoyed her response to it, where she wasn't entirely sure who he
0: was. Well, the, pub- the public's response was LMFao, aren't you the piece of shit who wants to take away net neutrality? And then Ajit Pai's FCC official response. Um, is uh, very much like the dating advice. It must be he's taken the dating advice of of Mike Cernovich, um because he says a simple no would have done. Have a nice day.
2: No, because Mike, Cernovich Mike Cernovich's is Mike whole dating strategy. To me like discludes the term no. Like he doesn't recognize the word no. Mm,
0: that's true. Mm. Mike Cernovich is a cat person, and he only recognizes so, the word yes. is more
2: like the because obviously from one successful sexually frustrated indian man to another one i feel that i understand ajit pai more than everyone else in this room um and ajit pai seems to be that guy who torrented a copy of like the game and he did it because like he wasn't successful in clubs and he was just like oh shucks man i am rich and well educated why won't you know 20 somethings uh you know, make out with me in the club. I've seen and he sort of read them, he's practiced them on like, I don't know, his cousin or something. <laughs> 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 it's like this is arranged, Adj. I have to say yes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, sure, this is this this should work. So he's like that type of guy who's like, you know, academically successful and sort of believes that like that must mean that people should respect him. Because like his aunties who are trying to get him hitched up with his cousins uh, think of that thats like his auntie Verizon,
0: it. his auntie comcast his yeah
2: um, <laughs> and you know, so I feel that's kind of the origin story of this exchange um and also the idea that you know he's brown she's brown mm-hmm. so
0: so yeah. you know yeah.
1: who's the real racist yeah or maybe Mia Khalifa is the real pickup artist because she's negging Ajit Party. Oh, that's true. And yeah. she was wearing the hijab when she's not Muslim, which is kind of peacocking. <laughs> 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 it's a memorable garment.
0: I mean, yeah, people like know
2: her as the porn star who wore a hijab, right?
0: I mean, I know her as so much more. Yes. I know her as, as the porn star who... To Riley like, Quinn, she's a businesswoman. <laughs> to me, she's a sports commentator and a porn star who's in lots of different scenes, actually. <laughs> Including this one right now, which is... <laughs> anyway, that's just one of several Christmas presents that has been given to the world today. Some good, some bad. On this, uh, Trash Future, the podcast about how the future uh, is still trash. Um, I am... One of the hosts, Raleigh. You can find me on Riley. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Riley, my ill-advised handle. No, you as, can't. as internet and real life. <laughs> no, come you together. can't.
2: No, you can't find it because your account's being deleted today, right? <laughs> as, part of, as, as part of Twitter's push against the alt right.
1: No, it's because we're all moving to Pixo, so, <laughs> as the point pointed out. And freshly out of the ball, joined by <laughs> it's me, Milo Dang Edwards.
2: Uh, and I'm Hussein Kizvani. I'm uh, here to say that celibacy is good, and you should really try it sometime. And
0: rhyming is haram.
2: Rhyming yeah. is also haram. As is Bitcoin. Bit. I found out today that Bitcoin is
0: haram. And oh, joining wow. us from the ball. I'm back. I'm back in the ball. It's heartbeeps. At heartbeeps without the vowels. No vowels. Val- who can afford vowels in this economy? Vowels, vowels are, are actually racist, and therefore we don't recognize them. You know, vowels are reactionary and. Vowels actually should only go to working families who deserve them, <laughs> but now we have a way better Twitterer than all of us uh, coming True. here to really, I think, waste his time doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the some of the other uh, wonderful gifts we've received this Christmas uh, here at the at, at the Trash Future Christmas party um, has been, I think, probably the greatest. The greatest musical achievement since, uh, I don't know, Mozart's Requiem or Wagner or certainly his fascist. Or, or the
2: Linkin Park Jay-Z collaboration <laughs> CD. I
0: mean, that
1: was that was pretty lit, fam. That was pretty good. It was pretty lit. It was pretty squad. <laughs> yeah. Anything by Scooch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Flying the flag for you. Using the number four. That was... Uh, I mean... I think it's a very 2017 thing to know that Kid Rock is eventually going to... Or The Rock, indeed, is going to be president. In 2018, we're going to realize that Jake Paul is going to be president. Because we, at Trash Future X Heartbeeps, have listened to the Jake Paul Christmas album. I've so, listened
2: to it at least five times. So you fuckers don't have to. But you should, because it is... It's absolutely bizarre. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm
3: not sure whether it's actually art yeah. or... When I was asked to come to the podcast, I thought, yeah, that sounds quite a good idea. And then when uh, immediately I was told that I had to listen to the Jake Paul Christmas album, uh, it made me think twice whether I needed to uh, come on or not. Um, <laughs> but I I actually, I'm, I've am i always been more of a low-ganger than a Jake Pauler, so I actually uh, prefer Logan Paul, who is the thinking man's Jake Paul. Wow,
2: <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: Well, well I mean, course- Jake Paul is definitely not the thinking man's Jake Paul. That would that, that much is
0: certain. But I mean, I actually, I thought that when, when he burned his couch in the empty pool, that there were uh, there, there were overtones of of of, of Nietzscheanism, um, and almost a, a, a sense of sort of philosophical nihilism, and indeed, sort of the fear and trembling of he just burned a couch in a pool. I find it Burned easier. Who's oh, oh, that a prank? Who's he pranking? How is burning your own? He's, couch owned, he's pranking prank? his own he's sofa. Owning, he's owning the lips. Yeah. Well, it's, the thing is, it's the lips J- want you to keep your sofa intact. <laughs> that's why I think Jake Paul's fundamentally a nihilist. He's owning <laughs> himself. Yeah. yeah. That's, why,
2: that's that's kind of like why I still think there's a part of me that thinks that he's a performance artist, and actually, like you know, he's moonlighting at Stanford as like a philosophy major. <laughs>
1: He is quite anarchic. I find it easy to conceptualise Jake Paul as two toddlers called Jake and Paul in like a trench coat, like stood on each other's shoulders. Explains so much.
3: I mean, he, he, do, he, he is too avant-garde for the Disney Channel, so in a lot of ways, I think that he's, he, he's misunderstood by the mainstream. Now that Disney Channel is owned by Fox, Jake Paul is actually
0: canonically a Simpsons character and therefore anime.
2: Uh, he's, no, he's also... Um...
0: He's also a part of the King of the Hill universe. <laughs> <laughs> and part of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> and part of the King of Last Week universe. <laughs> I, I, I just, I can't wait for the, uh, the King of the Hill, uh, Jake Paul crossover <laughs> YouTube vlog. <laughs> shall, we, shall we review
1: Jake Paul's Christmas album?
2: Yeah, I, I think all of it's amazing. I think we should start off track one. Um, which was the 12 Days of... Is it the 12 Days of Christmas? Is it called 12 Days of I Christmas? it's called the 12 or, Days of Litmus. Okay, well, let's call it 12 Days of Litmus. Which 12 Days where you just test acids <laughs> all day long. It, it, it's really a song about... Human foibles. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's about Tesla. No, it's about Lamborghinis. It's about um, the two Spanish YouTubers he's adopted. It's about his kind of friend and colleague uh this british guy called nick crompton and mm-hmm. one of nick crompton's famous verses in a jake paul song and i know this verbatim because i've listened to it there's a youtube video where it's like nick crompton's verse from everyday bro um for 24 hours and i've listened to it for 24 hours so it goes to own the list
3: is Nick uh, is Nick Crompton a, re- a character, or is he actually Nick Crompton? Is that oh, him? Oh, that's him. That's him. He used to work... Is that really him? He, he used to work... Not playing a character. He used to
2: work for the
0: social chain, which we've also sort of reviewed on this right. show. Well, we, we've we talked about it. We've only ever talked about it in passing. Oh, how, okay. I don't really understand who Nick Crompton is. Right. So Nick Crompton's
2: verse on It's Everyday Bro goes like this, right? No one needs to beatbox, by the way. Okay. okay. So the verse goes... Uh, you know it's Nick Crompton, and my collar's still popping. Um, yes, I can rap, but no, I'm not from Compton. England is my city. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, this is going to feed into something I'm going to talk about. Um,
2: and if it weren't for Team 10, then the US would be shitty. I mean, there's something else I can't remember.
1: Uh-huh. I'm very proud of myself. See, that I was able to remember. Thank God for Team 10 making the US good and fine, actually. The, um,
3: <laughs> the England is my city line is... There's another line that he does in another one that's London is my country. Yeah, that's in my one. He's uh, it, <laughs> just really confused
1: on what city and country so, mean.
2: So, so I mean, so the backstory was actually, this was, so according to the vlogs that Jake Paul did, um, and I'm just like exposing myself as like a Jake Paul stan here, I don't give a shit, mm-hmm. um, is that Jake no, Paul... No, we're all Jake Paul stands after today. Um my favorite YouTubers are actually Jake Paul and Paul Joseph Watson. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jake Paul, Joseph Watson. Uh, Imagine my much. <laughs> uh,
2: so Jake Paul apparently wrote that rap, including Nick Crompton's line, which basically meant that Nick Crompton. I find it really funny about like Nick Crompton's this guy who came onto Jake Paul's team largely just to do like business stuff. Like he was the one who was supposed to build the Jake Paul brand, and now he's like this kind of jester who Jake Paul kind of takes around and gets him to do like all his, you know all his shitty stuff. Like, Hey Nick, rap this verse. And like, he's like, but Jake, England isn't a city. It's like, rap this verse, man, and I'll give you a Tesla. And that's how, and that's how the song (laughs) starts. That's where we had Brexit. And that's why we had Brexit.
3: It's like, it's like that. It's where someone makes a mistake. And rather than just admitting, oh, you know what? I I thought England was a city. Uh, They've gone with now. London is my country. pretending that, no, it's a fit. It's a bit. We're doing a bit. It's not a mistake. But I, When I was reading the I was reading the comments on YouTube and um, people like homework, got to do homework. Uh, Commitment. And uh, my favorite was someone was saying someone was defending the line. England is my city by saying, actually, England is a city in Arkansas. And they're referring to the Arkansas. England.
0: (laughs) Not when we often sort of say, you know, English laws for England. uh, We mean we want to move our legislative base to England, Arkansas. Yes, yeah, the, the
1: famous West Lothian Arkansas question
0: <laughs> So um, You're saying that the, this is the 12 days the 12 days of litmus. Yeah, is this song? I have some issues with a lot of lyrics in this song, but I'm uh, please go yeah, take it I mean, take me through it I
2: mean, It's not it's not like the worst song on this album. It says a lot mm-hmm. um, But It's one which kind of Demonstrates Jake Paul's lyrical prowess, which is nothing uh-huh. you can hear his voice breaking halfway through the recording of
0: course um,
1: as he went through puberty during the recording of this album
2: it's christmas album. <laughs> um and it, i mean it's just about merch it's just about you know i've got new hoodies and new backpacks
0: spoiler alert most of the songs are about merch that's
2: true yes <laughs> like pretty much all the songs on this album are about merch so i think takes us to the next song that you've uh- actually literally like
1: annotated oh yeah but my one isn't as much about merch as the one riley has mm-hmm. i would like to bring you to uh, jake paul's uh, seminal work uh, it's christmas
0: day comma bro <laughs> um <laughs> i mean this one is also oh, oh, also spoiler alert one of the uh jumpers that you can buy for uh, 80 dollars Uh, says it's christmas day bro on it so i mean interestingly
1: this isn't this is also not the worst song on the jake paul christmas (laughs) album but it is the worst song ever written because i think riley's song wasn't even written (laughs) like it was just it was just burped into a microphone um so i mean i picked out some i've actually got this printed out in front of me i've made some notes um so one of the ones I enjoyed uh, from, was, we are the Team 10 Elves. Who the hell are freaking you? They don't even swear because they're cool. <laughs> and I know I give them coal if the internet troll. So we got, sorry to let you know, guys, but the Trash pod, we are getting coal from the, <laughs> from the Jake Paul team. Um, he moves, uh, all I got, all I got this ice career looking like one minute rice. So, yeah. basically, millions of people in South Asia are sustained by
0: Jake <laughs> Paul's career. Is if By one minute, Jake Paul rise. The, the interesting thing is that this year, uh, Jake Paul used as much energy as the state of Denmark. But by 2020, Jake Paul will use as much energy as the, as the entire United States. Why? Well, because everyone on the
1: Jake Paul blockchain has their own copy of Jake Paul. So it's impossible to create a fake Jake Paul. Because no one would ever want to.
0: Um...
1: Another weird one. He just says, Ohio's where I'm from. My Christmas is breadcrumbs. I mean, it's confusing. (laughs) I'm starting to feel like he is a sort of like Dali-esque surrealist.
2: Um,
1: But yeah, as ever, Nick Crompton's verse is the star of the show. Um, I'm going to literally read out his whole verse in two parts because everything in it is glorious and we need to break it down. You know it's Nick Crompton and my Santa suit poppin'. I'm the British Santa and these gifts stay droppin'. London is my country. Mm? Lacuna. (laughs) Team 10 Reindeer bring them money. Now, is that them money or they're bringing money to them? It's just a grammatical question. (laughs) Delivering gifts like the Energizer Bunny. Who doesn't deliver gifts? The Energizer Bunny explicitly advertises batteries. At no point in any Energizer ad does the Bunny deliver any gifts. (laughs) <laughs> so Nick Crompton also, I presume, doesn't. Oh yeah, and then to all of my honeys. Just the last line. Oh, oh yeah, oh no, that's so much better. They're then someone else takes up the rhyme. They they're continuing Nick Crompton's rhyme scheme. The this is this rhyming. is Chance Sutton. Yeah, exactly. They know I got that money, they know I got a honey, out here killing like I'm Bundy. Reference to famous American serial killer Ted Bundy there. In this YouTube Christmas music video for children. <laughs>
0: i mean i to be honest i i i didn't get that i didn't even notice that until just now um is anyone else here including heartbeeps in the bowl surprised that um chance sutton of team 10 has blithely made a ted bundy reference in his youtube video for children
3: i think um they what i think that is they they thought of words that rhyme and then work backwards from there so they've got Money, honey, funny. The only other one they could think of was Bundy, and they've just gone <laughs> it back. It does from rhyme there. really well, to be fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, it only rhymes not very well. A little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they just run out. It's like orange. There's nothing.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. O- the only thing that rhymes with orange is Manson. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, another great line from this. Oh, but before we carry on, I want actually to talk about Nip Crompton's Honeys for a moment, which is something we didn't cover in the 12 days of Litmus, yeah. which is essentially just, you know, a, a uh, low-key Jake Paul advertising. But more importantly, one of the t- on, on the seventh day is seven British booties. Hmm. Not famously booty people, the British.
1: It's a lot of, like, natural resources looted from Africa. Ah, oh, that famous British booty. <laughs> we just bought Africa's merch with guns. The, the, the British Empire was actually a YouTube channel. There's this one line. This is still Chase. He says, uh, I'm Santa in the store. Kids are breaking down the door, yelling, please give me some more, more, more. Hey, is that Roy Moore? <laughs> That that last line was editorialized. Oh, oh yeah, no, the best part. So, uh, this is Erica Costell. I don't know who any of these people are. North Pole is my home. Got a candy cane phone, because everything in the North Pole is made out of candy cane, obviously. Slave flying like a drone. Uh Straight into a goddamn Pakistani farmer's market.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, a present courtesy of the USA.
1: Oh, yeah. I'd love it if, like, YouTubers were actually, like, massive foreign policy hawks.
0: Well, actually dude, one thing we may we may chat about briefly today, they might well become them. That's a bit of foreshadowing there for Ooh. the Agora think tank piece. Oh, yes. Uh Beeps, what do
3: you got for us? Um I've taken um the seminal work Santa diss track by Logan Paul. <laughs>
0: um
3: blessed be its name. Now, I, I like Logan Paul more than Jake Paul because I read a really good interview with him when he was transitioning from a Vine star where you can all you need to think of is six seconds worth of material. Uh, he started taking acting classes and I read an interview he gave with some, with some uh, magazine where he talked about he was, he was finding it difficult uh, with his acting classes. And they asked him specifically what it was and he said that he found it difficult to pretend to be someone else. And that's, uh, from, as far as I can remember, that's an actual quote. Is that what? That's why you found the acting class as difficult. So the most She's difficult, so um, the most
0: difficult thing that Logan Paul found about acting was a- acting. Yes, it's a
1: slippery one, isn't
0: it? The, the thespian arts.
3: <laughs> now, of the of the two Paul brothers, I think Logan Paul has the best lyrics. I want to share a couple of um, lyrics from his song that really I think work well. And again, it it's. It's almost come from, he's, he's got his words at rhyme, and he's going to fit as many in as he can, Even though, and he's got to the point where some of the words are not real words, but they rhyme, and that's the most important thing at Christmas. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, everyone, it, uh, it, Christmas has become so crassly commercialised,
0: people have forgot that it's really about the birth of Jesus, the first rapper. <laughs> all this poetry
1: that doesn't rhyme, bring back the serial killer ser- surnames.
3: Um... Well, there's a few, uh, there's a couple of uh, verses I I think were really good. Um, The first one is, did you come to mingle or did you come to jingle? You know, I got that blingle. Oh, yeah. Jingle, lingle, dingle. He goes on to say, hold on, your reindeer's on my roof, man. You messing up my shingles. They call me LP. This my holiday single. Uh, Did I mention I was single? I'm addictive like a Pringle. Yeah, I'm extra like some sprinkles. Educated and bilingual, um, which m- pushes him into the line. We oui, Je Porte le Merch. Ooh, yeah, I rep that merch. Ooh, so again, just like Jake Paul is going into his uh, a big sell for his merch, which is. I mean, this is another, this is another track just to sell his merch. But at least he's built it up and not just. Pushing the merch straight away. He's given he he no, he's, he's is giving us some rhymes to soften
1: us up. Throws in just a throwaway line that he's bilingual. <laughs> really, really flexing his academic side. Which, which
3: other language?
1: <laughs> nonsense. He speaks fluent fucking nonsense. <laughs>
3: it's French. He, yeah. In, so after the bilingual line, he says, um, yeah, I read that merch in French. And then he says it again in English.
1: <laughs> so oh we- yeah he's, he's like he says like yeah je porte de merch
0: or something it's like <laughs> Merche, French. <laughs> i have been so interested in sort of should I, should I sort of throw away my sort of you know democratic socialist ideals and should i become a malice third worldist or shall i just become a hoxa a and sort of try to work with dolphins and aliens to bring about an eventual nuclear annihilation.
1: Mao would have had a lot of subscribers.
0: <laughs> do you do you have an,
1: 4 pm. Do you yeah, have any more on that's Santa District track? <laughs> I don't know why I said that specifically to you. Um uh, th- he,
3: I think th- they both use the word lit and I think Logan I, if if we're judging it solely on how do they work in the one word lit uh, again Logan Paul edges it for me because with Jake Paul um he refers to litmus, which he clearly doesn't know what litmus means uh, because he's just created his own portman, portmanteau of lit and Christmas. Um, but I like Logan Paul. He he talks about uh, why only one reindeer lit. And I thought at least he's trying to come up with a double meaning. There's some kind of poetry there in that um, Rudolph is the lit reindeer.
0: That's true. L- Logan Paul... Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul is the more sensitive and artistic of the Paul brothers. I I think the the song I've chosen uh, is probably the simplest and probably uh, the, be- the 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 most good. The well, it's the yeah. most something. It's the most pure. It's 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 Jake Paul unplugged, and I think this really gets to the core, bearing your soul of Paulism. The, yeah, the the co- the core the core of Paulism. <laughs> I mean, some yeah. people some people. Some people like believe that, are sort of um, are, 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 are believe in St. Sort of Thomas Aquinas. Others are Paulites. The song Fan Joy to the World starts with uh, the chorus. By the merch, by the merch, by the merch, <laughs> by the merch, by the merch. By the merch. Sounds like, like something from the Third Reich. By yeah. the merch. <laughs> Jake Paul again with that liminal messaging. <laughs> Say, all I want for Christmas is that Jake Paul merch. And then the next stanza of this particular um, poem, uh, Fanjoy.co slash Jake Paul. Get in while you can before I sell it all. Spend $100 Free shipping, (laughs) y'all. Go tell your mama she gotta buy it all.
1: That's the...
2: Incredibly normal chorus.
1: Incredibly normal incredibly i i did actually tell my mum this <laughs> and she said Milo, go away i'm busy what is this you're an adult man now stop coming to me with this shit and get a job
2: to which he responded mom how am i supposed to run my tech startup without
0: my hoodie which says squad
1: <laughs> i just responded with buy that merch buy that merch we in the god church buy that merch
0: well i think one thing for uh, there's some important context to sort of understand these very pro merch songs, um, which is that most of Jake Paul's fan base is like eight to fifteen years old. You know, these are who are the fifteen year old Jake Paul fans?
3: Yeah, like late latecomers. Uh, is
0: is everyone, anyone else here familiar with Jake the the Jake Paul pop up shop saga?
3: Yeah, I saw that. On, I, I was following that on Twitter last week or so. Uh, just the amount of money people parents were spending was ridiculous. So, I if you I don't know if your kids are asking for something. I, I suppose parents are likely to do it. I think a lot of parents probably don't know at this time of year what the children like. I mean, especially someone like um, Nigel Farage, who is fifty-three. Skin and separated he's got no idea what his kids want for christmas yes. so in that situation you're gonna you know you're gonna uh, and all children are obsessed with youtubers then you're just gonna say well okay i, I hear they like jake paul so let's spend that money but they were spending thousands of dollars on a pop-up shop partnered with um, nypd it was No, they, I think they were doing a toy drive, I think. They were they were doing a toy drive, so I think they were raising money for toys and then on Christmas day um some NYPD charity gives up toys um to children. Yeah. Uh, I mean to
1: be fair, the NYPD so, have a lot in common with Jake Paul because they're always wearing those <laughs> NYPD jackets which are in fact merch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, Heartbeat has a point, I think, about um, parents not really knowing what to get their kids. Um, I don't know if that's always been... I don't know if that's always been a thing.
1: Before, there was nothing to get your kids. There was just, like, food, shelter, and coal.
0: You could think of this as, like... I I tend to think of these these things as occurring in cycles, right? Because almost the technology of understanding... What it means to sort of sell something, especially more directly to more impressionable um, audiences, gets better over time. And so, you know, and I remember in the 1990s, you had the sort of cartoon cereal commercials or what have you that were designed to get you to demand, you know, fucking like fruity pebbles from your parents, or designed to get you demand a Furby or whatever. And that's how I ended up in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slippery slope. And it it seems like sort of what what's happening is. As that gets better understood, it gets more sort of purely distilled in the sense that it's no longer, it's no longer that, oh, I like the Transformers cartoon, therefore I want to buy Transformers um, uh, butt plugs. Yeah, I want a, a butt plug that transforms into a robot that can shoot, you know, fucking lasers. A butt plug that transforms into a bigger butt plug <laughs> for when you're ready. Yeah. Um, rather, it's if we have this almost extraordinarily stop breaking my wine stopper. We have this this extraordinarily pure version of <laughs> of capitalism. But what we got is this this sense of there's no longer even a like with with Transformers, there was a show associated with it. There was a backstory. there was a thing at this there point was an anime. there literally was an anime. yeah, exactly. At this point, it's um Jake the Jake Paul approach is one uh, where there is no story or the story is the purchase. The the, the, the the if you like the the line between what's being sold and the sales pitch has entirely disappeared. Is, yeah, that's actually, like, the most concise,
2: like, thinking about it now. Because, like, you know, if you listen back to the whole album, as we all did. Because we hate ourselves. Because because we hate ourselves, but also we are very good audio people, TM. Um, the whole thing was about buying merch. Like, the whole, if you watch his YouTube videos, it's largely about, this is all the merch I have. By the way, I drive a Lamborghini or a Tesla. Mm. Um and I'm go- then I'm going to go. So you know you know he went to um oh you know uh so much shit's happened this year that I should really remember. Um you know there's like big floods that happen in the US. Yep. Um and he went as part of this kind of like rescue party. But if you watch the videos what he's doing is he's basically like... cutting out a, Jake Paul branded well, inflatable boats. He's bows. giving water in Jake Paul branded water bottles. Mm-hmm. In, so he did, uh, earlier this year, he did, a, he did another diss track against his collective haters because he had done something and like got a lot of criticism. So what he did was that he wrote this... Well, he did this diss track in a supermarket, um, which was called Where Y'all At? Um, and one of the lines in Where Y'all At is uh, Where Y'all At When I Was um, In The Classroom Handing Out Backpacks and Handing Out T-Shirts. And this was like his like redemption song, which was like... Mr.
0: Paul, you can't be in here. This is a school. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very telling that if you look at sort of the, the poll quotes uh, from the article in, in New York Magazine about... The, the people queuing for his pop-up shop so people say well I like that Jake Paul has a Lamborghini um, I like that he names his cars I I sort of uh, people genuinely it's, it, it's almost like he's he's like Donald Trump for 10 year olds you know he is It's not just Donald Trump <laughs> Donald Trump is Donald Trump for people who own used no, boat dealerships Jake,
2: Jake Paul is literally hmm. Donald Trump as drawn by famed anime artist Ben Garrison Rips Donald oh my Trump. God, that's right. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ, that's correct.
3: I think um, I think a lot of Jake Paul's appeal and a lot of his success comes from the fact that he has no discernible talent. And when, pe- when children look at that and think, he's successful, but he doesn't actually do anything. And, and if you ask children 20 years ago what they wanted to be, it was pop star, was famous, a footballer. But I guarantee now you ask a classroom of children what they want to be, and it's all a YouTuber, but not doing anything in particular. So he's got that, he's got that success built on nothing tangible that I think appeals to people. Yes, he does make money from selling merch,
0: but a lot of, of the money for Team 10 comes from venture capital. It comes from, for example, uh, investing in Team Ten. Yeah, well, he's, he has millions of investment. Can you imagine, like, some guy from Wall Street
2: coming down to a Team Ten house and be like, "Mr. Paul, I really believe that we can create a sustainable but fast trajectory growth strategy," and then he gets hit in the balls by like a t-shirt gun.
1: He's
0: like, "Pranked!" <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul's financing comes from Chinese investment firm Danhua. Includes, He's a project of the Chinese government. <laughs> includes, um, also includes investment from venture capital firms, Horizons Alpha, Venture Capital, um, Sound Ventures and A-grade investments, then an individual uh, investor called Adam Zeppelin. Adam what?
1: Sorry? It's white? not quite a Zeppelin. Not quite a plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's his own personal startup. Uber of so the Zeppelins.
0: Essentially, uh, but the, that's what I find so fascinating is that Jake Paul's brand is nothing other than just success. That's it. It's it's because it, it's he literally does. It's the whole point is about owning Lamborghinis, burning couches, and swimming pools, and then reminding people to buy merch that will show their support for owning Lamborghinis and burning couches and swimming pools.
1: I mean, he's everything that Jay Shetty dreams to be, but can't. Yeah, because uh, Jay Shetty is a
0: monk, uh, and uh, therefore he doesn't burn couches; he burns himself. So, but essentially, you know, it's. I think the the, the Jake Paul Christmas album ultimately is. Uh, it's about think, the friends we made along the way. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say it's ISIS propaganda. <laughs> I mean,
2: it is pretty much like the equivalent of a Nasheed album, but for teenagers. Like I can imagine when 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 like the next war when like the next Christian Crusades come, the youth brigade will um, be marching
1: to the tune of Litmus. <laughs> I'm Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi and I'm here to say, bro, it's Christmas Day, bro, but I don't celebrate because it's time to destroy the kafir, bro. Buy that much. Buy that merch. Buy that merch.
0: <laughs> well, guys... If we want to do good deeds, we're going to have to give each other nice presents. Um, because we know already that buying each other Jake Paul is going to contribute to the sort of steady erosion of human rights under late-stage capitalism. We're going to have to find something else. Um, has Has anybody found any gifts on maybe a guide recently? <laughs> the Agora Gifts, right. <laughs> Guide. what are you getting us for Christmas?
3: Yeah, I am... Um, well, uh, I was... A little bit baffled by the categories, because usually it says for mum, for dad, but this one's like for the dreamer, for the thinker, for the traveller. And I wasn't quite kind of sure which um, category to go for. for the like, one who says, take the, your the hand that's off that at the
1: moment right now. <laughs> the,
3: ones, uh, the one that, the guy gift guide, which is the inaugural men's gift guide, which means last year they didn't have anything for men. Um, but this year they've got, it's basically anything that's grey or blue. So if you like anything grey... Uh, you can have anything that anything from that one. But my favourite was from the personalised gift guide, which is essentially just a, a, a catch-all gift but with someone's name on it. Um but my favourite one was a custom cut with a celebrity hairstylist, which is um they call a um it's the it's uh it says he'll do it hang on. All right. Uh, hairstylist Adir Abujel is the man behind some of the most gorgeous red carpet and IRL looks. Here, he'll do yours, price upon request. Where, so it's a custom haircut, uh, which is essentially a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> because all haircuts are custom. And,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, like a standard haircut is just a wig, isn't it?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's, they're suggesting that if you don't get... The, I mean... Uh, I don't understand why there's something priced upon request on a gift guide because the idea of a gift guide is it's telling you, well, here's the present and here's how much it costs. So I've, I'm learning nothing from this gift guide apart from some someone can cut my hair and it's customised because it's my hair um, <laughs> as opposed to one, an off-the-shelf haircut, I suppose. I don't know if he has... <laughs> you can have any slogan you want shaved into the back of your head. <laughs> yeah, so there, so there you go. It's a customised... Uh, a custom artisan personalized haircut. Thank you Gwyneth Paltrow for my alt right do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's incre- that's actually incredible. I didn't even see that. <laughs>
1: do they do they like post the barber to you? Like how does it work?
0: <laughs> well, I think you you have to live in one of the bits of America that's not ravaged by fentanyl. And then there's going to be someone who charges a thousand dollars for a haircut there.
3: Oh, there was another one that I liked, uh, which was uh, in the guy's gift guide, which was uh, the vinyl club membership. So, for $299 a year, it's you get sent a, a vinyl, which is it's it's designed for people who like the idea of having a shelf with vinyl records on but don't actually like music and don't listen to them because. It's one of those where it's like sometimes you see an interior design program where someone will buy will pay someone to just fill their shelves with books and they don't care what books they are. It's just I want a shelf of books, and it's it, so so. This is if you just want some vinyl sent to you, you can have some vinyls. Uh, you don't get any choice or any say. It's just a random vinyl, whether you like it or not. That's the one you're having.
1: And every vinyl record is a copy of. Take a knee, my ass. I won't take a knee.
3: Or litmus, of course.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we start a company that fills your house with books, but they're all Mein
3: Kampf.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I look smart with all these books. It's like, wow, you're an interesting guy. (laughs) What an unusual person. (laughs) (laughs) One copy, not enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they're all signed, but they're all signed by Jake Paul. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Fury is oh, no, truly I, I, lit I've got
2: a good one um, so this was in the Dreamer collection and it's a laptop brush say goodbye to your dirty laptop <laughs> 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 this, this, this handy brush is the simple easy clean up solution to your dusty keyboard and screen it even comes with a beautiful natural beechwood sleek shape that you can stash in your desk drawer Done and done, which is also what I say when I finish masturbating.
0: <laughs> 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 ah, Time to put it back in my desk drawer. Done and done. I say goodbye
2: to
1: your dirty penis. I, so
2: I, I feel that like you could use this for two things. One I've sort of alluded to, which was after you've had your posh wank. Uh, <laughs> the, plank. <laughs> the plank, And you need to do the cleanup. Uh, you know, and you have, you know, just to avoid any like loose follicles of semen. Um, follicles of semen
3: <laughs>
0: hanging around your keyboard. You really are a vol aren't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand how sex works. No
1: fat for strength.
2: <laughs> um, and the second one is if you own someone online and you can't necessarily brush your shoulder off, you just brush your keyboard. <laughs> uh, so I'll be doing that every time I at Donald Trump with, Sir, sir, have you no shame? Do you not respect? The Office, or the Office, brig referred to the original British uh TV show, The Office.
0: (laughs) Or, 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 of course, when someone finally seizes power by saying that Donald Trump's tan is bad, and that he has bad taste, and they want him impeached, so Mike Pence can abuse everyone. Only total respect for my president, Eric Garland.
1: He also uses
2: the laptop brush.
1: My president is that
0: President Emmental cheese. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never let me down. I've, I've got a really fun one. Look, this is not the most expensive thing on the Goop gift guide. And that would be difficult. <laughs> and, But the thing is, I think it's the most insidious. I think it's the most disgusting one, which is, and again... You're gonna to have to let me get through this entire thing and explain why I think it is. Otherwise, I'm gonna come across as a horrible person. Okay. Which is design and construct a girl-friendly classroom. And this is essentially what you can do. Is who is this a gift for? Well, it's that that, that that's that's the main question. This is twelve thousand dollars, but <laughs> nice. And, and you can ha- you can sort of um, pay for care. Uh, to build a, a, a safe space for girls in a secondary school, which is a good goal, and that is a, a something that we should be doing.
1: She's is a bulletproof bunker to protect but them from mass shootings.
0: The problem is, is that what we have to remember, is that this is part of a curated lifestyle gift guide. <laughs> that like, that essentially, like basic human rights are being promoted as part of a curated fucking lifestyle <laughs> Yeah,
1: because basic human rights are a privilege.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, precisely. That's the thing.
1: (laughs) That's why only white people have them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so you, essentially, what what Gwyneth Paltrow is advertising as something that it's a privilege for sort of rich white people to provide is a safe space for, like, girls in Africa to learn as though that is something that should be left up to privileged white women. This is why
1: I'm trans black. Uh-huh.
0: No, this is why I'm a posadist. Fucking burn it down. Anyway. Wait, so is
1: this Goob gift guide done to do with Gwyneth Paltrow? Is that the vibe I'm picking up?
0: Yes, this is Gwyneth Paltrow's gift guide.
1: Oh, amazing. Oh, the one who sells the crystal pussy eggs.
0: Yes, the same one. And, and <laughs> that's the because that's the thing. To, to, the, to the wealthy, there yeah. is no difference between crystal pussy eggs <laughs> and building a school in Africa. Um yeah, so
1: I had some that I found. Um I I have three, basically. Okay. They get they, they go up in order of extremeness. Um so number one, um, is the, the Kashmir Raglan crew uh sweater comes sweatshirt and genuinely includes the quote No longer do you have to choose between the qualities of a sweatshirt or a sweater. Finally. <laughs> Finally. I don't understand the difference between those two things. Um and it has this brilliant line in it which is like, um, Relaxed, yet not at all overwhelming. Oh, those damn sweaters slash sweatshirts. So overwhelming. I like find myself brought to tears. To, to tears? To um, tears. That is uh, $320. Um, $100 short of being a good sweater. <laughs> um,
2: it was $100 extra. I would have bought it.
1: Uh, next, in the pursuit of happiness section, we have the aero pipe, uh, which is a crack pipe. <laughs> I was like, but, that looks like a crack pipe. And I kicked on it. And then it says, uh, note, this item is intended for use for tobacco only. Buyer is solely responsible for knowing and abiding by the local laws in purchasing and using this product. Must be 18 plus to purchase. <laughs> it's <a> crack pipe. <laughs>
0: and drug that's why it's pursuit of happiness. Drug dealers don't tend to ask that question.
1: Yeah. Do drug, do drug dealers ID, like the conscientious drug dealer. <laughs> Um, and number three, my personal favorite, um, although in some ways less good than the crack pipe is the OG necklace. And now this is in the section of like, uh, the, for the lover in your life. So someone who, who quote, quote, quote,
2: this doesn't apply to me.
1: Yeah, it's not great. Um, so it's, uh, this is a necklace that says 10 and a half and it's for when your girlfriend is better than a 10 out of 10. Um, and so you get this, and, it's, uh, and you have to allow two weeks of shipping because it's custom-made, and it costs $10,050. No. Which
0: is, in a way, ten and a half. I, the more I sort of experience um, this sort of t- turbo capitalism, the more you sort of realize that inequality generates ridiculous stupidity because the more, the more sort of concentrated wealth gets... The less each individual dollar or pound or whatever, fucking ether, is, wor- is worth, um, so less rather, each individual unit of currency is worth to the holder of that currency. And so, you know, it's, it's the, these are people who are so sort of far from poverty, so far from poverty, that they're willing to spend, you know, $10,000 on a, huh, you're not quite an 11, but you are a 10 and a half <laughs> necklace, or one of the other of my favorite Goop gift items is a room spray that makes you smarter. <laughs> Derived from crystals. Oh, nice. Um, it's a the new, limitless room spray. A, a, a nootropic room spray that costs like $60. Brain force mist. Yeah, brain, brain force mist. And uh, it's, essentially, it's it's a, what we're creating is an environment where the increasingly tiny population of people that has any money is able to, uh, wait, waste it. On population, nothing. your debt, on, on precisely nothing,
1: precisely nothing,
0: <laughs> which is why, you know, we, we, we need, it's not enough simply to, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not enough to, to, to tweak this particular system. it, this, this, this Christmas episode should prove that it's actually broken.
1: Yeah. This, Riley, is why I actually don't use currency anymore to buy things. I only barter with my own semen. <laughs> because it's one of the few currencies, apart from Bitcoin, which has inherent value.
0: Well, there's an increasingly complex math equation to create it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's basically it. And everyone on Earth actually has a record of my semen. Every time. That's why I only masturbate on the blockchain (laughs)
0: because I'm transparent. So the one the one Christmas gift that I can unironically enjoy that doesn't make me want to destroy the West, unlike Goop, unlike Jake, these consumerism for their own sake brands, um, is this Daily Mail article, shockingly enough. And I'm going to read the headline and I'm just going to swell with pride as I read it. Harveeps has, in fact, um, uh, if you like, foreshadowed this. I'm 53, separated and skinned. Nigel Farage reveals the price he has paid for Brexit, claiming the referendum triumph has left him unable to walk down the street alone in case he's attacked. I love the
1: way he implies that Brexit made him 53. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if it wasn't for Brexit, I'd be a young man.
2: He was Benjamin Buttoning until...
1: Yeah, he's like the Benjamin Button
0: of, like, Euro exit propaganda. <laughs> well, it's What I find so wonderful about this article is that it's... And you can see this trope among kind of, you know, right-wing reactionary dipshits. Also known as your dad. <laughs> which mm. is... Essentially, that like they're almost proud of how much everyone hates them.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty big move. I mean, that's something that we're also proud of here on Trash Future. <laughs> But sometimes, you know, what, what can start off as an, 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 and sort of a relationship based on animosity can come through to a bond of true friendship. And this is where I'd like to shout out to a friend of the show, Jay Rayner. <laughs> who we, we in, 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 with a hot head, called a food dipshit on this show. I did. I but did turned that. out actually to be a food, comma, good
3: person.
0: Yeah, he seems to be a nice guy.
3: I heard about this. Um... I heard about this. How, how does that happen? I realized
0: in, in our interacting with Jay Rayner, he's like, he seems like a, a genuinely decent person. I think I was just biased against him as a member of the British press. No, we're scared of Jay Raynor now
2: because the, curse, the revenge of Jay Rayner happened and it happened to me. Um, when we were supposed to record the show on Friday and I was too sick to come in.
1: Sure. So what...
0: What I love about th- but what I love about this this unfortunately Daily Mail. Please, no one who listens to this log on to the Daily Mail to um, uh, 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 look uh, at boobs. Yeah. Although under net, net neutrality, like that's the only place we oh, no, under under look net neutrality. Hmm. We're only going to be able to look at um, official goddess Mia Khalifa's boobs because Ajit Pai respects women. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> when Faraj in this article is asked how he is, he says, "I'm okay." But the interviewer says, he is red-eyed and his voice is raspy. A few days before he met, he was in bed. Been hitting that food. reefer. It laid him low for 48 hours, which I imagine made him feel pretty sorry for himself. Again, this is the same thing as um, another sort of prominent... Uh, oh, it's Trump-y host and M- chud boy, Charlie Palmer. Trumpy conservative. Uh, Alan Dershowitz said he's on the Trump diet, which is that when he, he, was losing, he was losing weight because he was not being invited to dinner parties anymore, but he puts that on as a badge of pride. Just well, isn't the not- Trump diet just eating
1: McDonald's and ketchup for every meal? Well,
0: there's, that's the Trump diet for Trump. The Trump diet for Trump supporters is just everyone hates you.
1: Starvation because no one Here's will sushi hate you. sushi and milk to own the lips.
0: With
2: starvation because people hate you and the only thing that you know how to cook is Kraft macaroni cheese.
0: It's, it's it's this sort of relentless sort of almost, if you like, um, a, a triumphal approach to being hated. But that's how you know you've succeeded. Is if if you know if you're Nigel Farage, you can't walk down the street without being egged. He knows he's won.
2: Well, it's the embodiment of like, I'm not mad. Actually, I'm laughing.
3: No, I'll just I just uh, think that. If you if you read carefully some of the some of the things he talks about in the in the uh, in the article, um, is is almost like it's just on repeat now. It, it's almost going through the motions. Now that we've voted to leave the EU, he's he's hasn't got a place in society anymore. Almost because he's in a, in a lot of ways his job's done. He's looking for relevance again. So he's he's coming up with um, stories that he's told many times before. If you're a close follower of Nigel Farage. He, you'll be familiar with his lemon-sized, uh, rock-hard left <laughs> what? testicle. Um, which, have you heard of this before? Um, it first came out in, um, I'm, I'm just looking it up now on my Twitter, and in March 2015, he did an interview with uh, The Telegraph, and one of the main pull quotes was, my left testicle was as large as a lemon and rock-hard. Um, and this is a it's some kind of medical emergency where he went into hospital and his and his left testicle was as large as a lemon and rock hard. So it's like whenever um, he watches and, videos about a Singapore and style he UK. mentions it. He mentions it again. So I imagine now that he just mentions, he's got a few anecdotes, a few stories. He's got the one about his plane crash. He's got the one about um, getting uh, locked in a pub in Scotland because people were protesting. He's got the one about his left testicle being large, large as a lemon and rock hard, and he just repeats these same stories like a bewildered old man in a pub. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Well, it's it's, 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 I think it's there is an increasing like tendency of everyone on the right to sort of validate themselves only by how much other people hate them, which is I think there's that's why this podcast is on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, this, um, it, it's this idea of... I, I, it's, it's, it's why I think sort of conservatism is really a movement that's driven by pure spite. And it, it, it's based on just a pure, really almost distilled, uh, I think, desire almost to just be like domed by the entire world. Like, I'm relatively certain that Nigel Farage is only able to achieve an erection when he's pelted with eggs every time he tries to leave his house.
1: Well, Nigel Farage actually doesn't achieve erections anymore. His left testicle simply becomes rock hard and the size of
0: his <laughs> lemon. I'm, I'm, I'm aware that everyone in my house is pressuring me to make dinner now, so can we get some final
3: assessments from the bowl? Yeah, uh, Nigel Farage, I th- I think... You're right, and when you say that he takes pride in this kind of, it's hard done by. But I mean, twenty years of um, of a career. I mean, he looks like a man who lives on a diet of like um, eating roll-up cigarettes. If you look at his, it just looks. I don't know. Um, but my favorite, my favorite quote uh, from the piece was when they described him as a military history enthusiast. Which is a, a, a really nice way of just saying Nazi, but obviously, being the Daily Mail, they can't say <laughs> Nazi. Like, he is Alan Partridge. Um, That's
2: the thing about Nigel Farage. <laughs> I have a story about Nigel Farage in which he struggled to do the Evening Standard Crossword a few years ago, and I saw him. Um, and he was visibly looked frustrated, and he got more and more red. And then he just threw the Evening Standard across the across the train. Mate, well, you um, even ran
1: out of the of the wagon while crutching
3: <laughs> his left testicle. <laughs> you,
0: you need to buy him. Um- you need to buy him some of that goop uh, genius brain force room spray. Which, by the way, is the real horseshoe theory.
1: And the crack pipe. Maybe we could just get Nigel on to crack and then he'd feel much better. Maybe maybe crack is medicinal and if you smoke enough of it, your left testicle will become less engorged. Because at the moment, he does look like a man who swallowed a lemon, which means he swallowed his own left testicle.
0: I mean, if anyone was going to get self-sucking surgery, it would be Nigel Farage it's like Nigel Farage and Marilyn Manson inhabiting one forgotten corner of the Venn diagram uh Heartbeeps, thank you so much for coming on it's been a genuine pleasure having you in the ball. thanks for having me a pleasure <laughs> boys let's all say goodbye and let's go have some fucking dinner